Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave, and uh, I hope you're having a wonderful week, as always, because why wouldn't you? All kinds of cool stuff happened last week, including St. Patrick's Day, so if you're still recovering from that, how dare you? You're not actually Irish. Uh, joining me this week, this episode, is Kyle. Good hello, everyone. Good hello, he says. Also joining us is Johnny. Hi. And from the Two Broke Geeks podcast, special guest, Matt. Yeah, totally. Good to be here. So, uh, the meat and potatoes of this whole episode is going to be that uh, Infinity War trailer that came out uh, last week. And uh, we're going to pick that bad boy apart, um, try to find some Easter eggs and such uh, together and discuss it and talk about things maybe you might have missed or probably oh, should i have it pulled up in front of me that's one thing i thought i knew we were going to talk about it i didn't know we were going to like pick over it you can otherwise i'll explain what i'm seeing and you know other oh, okay. either way yeah you can have it in front of you if you want to just make sure you're muted mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. before we jump into that though i thought we'd talk about things maybe we've been watching lately you know the the geek out portion uh mm-hmm. things we perhaps have been geeking out on or finished since the last time we did this like jessica jones season two or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any new movies anybody yeah. saw yep. that kind of thing <clears throat> so I, I guess we'll start with jessica jones season two since i think we are all done now and uh yes, if you sure. go over yep. to if you head over to atomicking.com you'll be able to see a review written by johnny about the second season oh so all right that'll be up by the time this episode drops so there you go head over there and you can sweet, comment sweet. about what you agree with or disagree with and Start a convo on the website, uh, if you like. But, alright, season two, Jessica Jones. Uh, did anybody think it was better than season one? Yes. No. No. Oh. I did. Good. <gasps> Dave, Dave, you and I can be right together. <laughs> but I, I, also, I also think season one of Jessica Jones is one of the best they've done on Netflix. Oh, see that I don't. I know you don't. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I like I like Kilgrave. I the the whole I guess spoilers for this. Are we doing spoilers? Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we should probably okay. do spoilers. Okay. The, the, I like I like the whole twist of it being her mom. I I love that. Mm-hmm. But then it just got it was like okay, calm her down. Okay, calm her down. Okay. See, calm her I down. thought uh, I. I thought that was the problem with the first season. Like, I actually thought that this season was less repetitive than last season. I really felt last season, even though I liked Kilgrave, was like, oh, 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 we caught up to Kilgrave. Oh, he used his powers and got away again. Oh, we <laughs> caught up to him. Oh, oh, no, he got away again. Oh, no, I, oh, we caught him. Oh, we caught We actually, oh, no, we had to let him. Oh, he got away. He tricked us into letting him go. Oh, and, and this season, like, there was a little bit of, like, that, oh, we got to keep her calm and stuff. But I don't know. I got into a, a slight disagreement with somebody about this the other day. He's like, oh, it was better if you think that having no action and all character development is better. And I'm like, <laughs> sometimes it is. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I think that was a lot better. Because her character... guess what? Yeah, her, her... I didn't think season one had very much character development at all. <laughs> right. I think her mm. character lends to less action and more drama character building. Granted, she's mm-hmm. got these powers, of course, but they, they make her pretty much unstoppable to most people, aside from a character like Kilgrave, who is a, you know, a mind character, mm-hmm. who is more psychological than action. Well, and then you introduce a, a, a villain, <clears throat> or a foe, um, who is not only stronger, but has the, is her mother and that emotional connection, so it makes it more difficult. You can't just stop 
right. your mom. Right. You know, just Which... can't just kill her and 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 end that in that uh, that chaos because it's her mom. So the... it's a it's a very internal conflict as yes. much as it is external. Absolutely, absolutely, totally. Agree. And I like. And the other reason I like this season better, like there was, I felt, you know, like I said, more character development. I felt like all the characters, the only character I felt like really changed and went through an arc last season was Malcolm mm-hmm. because he started the season, you know, as a, as a strung out addict and finished the season somewhat together. But mm-hmm. Jessica ended the season just as miserable and alcoholic as she started it and avoiding as helping unwilling people, willing to help anybody and everything. And then this season, Jessica grew to the point where like the last mm-hmm. se- shot of the season is her like sitting down with somebody who is, is potentially her boyfriend and, and that guy's kid and like trying to have like a nice normal family type dinner and helping people. Now, it was a little weird that see I felt that she did go through some I I felt like her character should have been different at the start of season 2 because it felt like we were just watching season 1 Jessica Jones again so mm-hmm. having gone through the the stuff with Kilgrave and having gone through the defender stuff she hasn't changed she was exactly the same at the beginning of of Jessica Jones season right, 2 Right but that that's exactly it like I didn't feel she ended last season any different than she started it and then I felt she remained exactly the same all the way through defenders so it was mm-hmm. kind of nice to see your titular character, like the main character you're supposed to care about, it Start was nice learning. to see her actually develop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'm with you in, in that she didn't evolve too much in season one, but I felt like the way season one ended with her killing Kilgrave should have been should have mm-hmm. been that 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 push to being someone or something different. Well, at what the I like season two. What I like that the I think the the showrunner said is when something like this happens to you, like her all her traumas and everything that's happened to her over her over time, and then you know, oh, for us in a matter of twelve hours, we see her vanquish this foe. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not just gonna go away. It's not just mm-hmm. wake up the next day. I'm a changed person. No more drinking for me. It's it's gonna linger for a while, and she's still not clearly still not over it by the the ghost of Kilgrave uh, showing up, which which we didn't get enough of. I think it was enough for now. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it. I, yeah I don't yeah. think it's over. I, I, I don't I don't th- I think I think if they hadn't uh, announced that he was gonna be in it, and if they hadn't teased him in every single trailer that they released, then it would have been then I then I would have been totally fine with it. But I I felt like. I felt like because I knew that he was in there, I was just kind of waiting for him to show up. And eventually it gets to like episode eight and I'm like looking at the clock going, is he going to show up yet? Uh, Because this, this season's almost over. What's going on? But did he surprise anybody a little bit? Did he surprise anybody in how he showed up? Cause that's exactly how I figured it would happen. That's 100% how I thought he'd show up. I thought he'd be uh, from the beginning haunting her after he killed her. I liked, I I liked what the catalyst was for it. Like I, I really enjoyed why it happened. And there were no repercussions from that. That bothered me a little bit. I mean, yeah, she was haunted, but no, like she wasn't arrested. She would, she got in no trouble whatsoever for killing a man. Right. I think there's and, no and that bothered me a little there's, bit. There's no criminal repercussions, but she was destroyed. Well, yeah. but that 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 to me, I don't know. That that doesn't make it better. I'm uh, that... a little bothered that the season ended with her. Like, I I feel like she got out, got off scot free. Well, Superman killed a man in Man of Steel. What were the repercussions? Uh, the world hated him. Okay, but he didn't go to jail. <coughs> Bless you. 
That's a failing argument because I I hate that as well. Okay, well I'm just saying. I mean that's I mean that these things happen a lot in superhero movies where characters kill. And and, and you can't compare Superman killing Zod, who's a threat to the entire world, to Jessica Jones accidentally killing a guy when she broke into his house. Who's a monster? Mm, We're told he's a monster. There's evidence that he's a monster. There's evidence, but we're 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 told it. Okay. The worst we see is him being a jackass to the mom in prison. He but killed all those inmates. Things. He killed all those inmates. Look, I'm saying That's we're true. told that happened. We're told <laughs> he killed all those okay. inmates. All right, all right, fair enough. Okay, she killed Kilgrave and suffered no consequences. She also killed Luke's wife. Yes. So, right. So, so technically, she's she has now killed three people. She's killed three people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, you know, I, it's never going to be perfect. I mean, the right? No. Yeah. I mean, no. we're we're, oh, we're no. splitting it's, hairs at this point, really. I think it's not it's not a detriment to the season. Yeah, I'm right, just, right. I'm just trying to think of some of the things that bother me. I'll sure, tell you the sure. one big thing that bothered me this season. <clears throat> Actually, I'll tell you one nice thing I like. I really like the Hogarth story. I love Hogarth. Hated season. it. Hated I know it. you hated it. Oh I god, know, I don't know why. God, I was so tired of it. Like I, <laughs> but I, hate, I really liked her because again, she's a she's a character who for me, I don't care about because she's evil. She's pure evil, and she shows moments mm, moments of good I don't think goodness. Pure evil. She got oh my god, the things that happened with her ex wife and the manipulation she played on her ex wife and her ex fiance in season one, irredeemable. That's true. Irredeemable. Mm. I don't I don't think irredeemable, but bad. she she got away with it scot free. Like ridiculous! Oh, she's just <laughs> so that's a problem when she gets away with it, but not with Jessica. <laughs> well, she's not a superhero. She's not a superhero, Johnny. <laughs> what what good Clearly. does she, what good does she do for the world? Not a nothing. Uh, I I don't I don't think she needs to be a character that we like. I don't think so that's, either. That's one of the reasons I like her. I'm not I'm not I, saying I, her I performance. Like the performance was perfect, but I I could have done with less of that story. Now, I feel the exact same way about Trish that you feel about Hogarth. I mm-hmm. hated Trish this season. I was so annoyed with her, I, mm-hmm. it, it, which sucks because she was she was one of my favorites of season one. Like Kilgrave and Trish, I really liked Trish's story in season one. So to go to this where every single, every single thing she did was motivated by selfishness and fear, and she never helped. Everything she did fucked things up and made things worse. And and I, by the end of the season, I was like, "Get rid of her! I'm done with her now. She's she's fucked everything up. And that's she the, killed Jessica's mom. She because that, she wanted. To, I loved to I love that she did it. It had to be her. She didn't yeah. do it to protect Jessica. She did it because she wanted to kill her mom. No, I don't. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> I think she went so far out of her way to be the one to kill Jessica's mom. I, I don't believe for a second it was. For, she had to because yeah. if the police would have gotten her, they would have killed Jessica too. Yep. <laughs> I agree. I, I mean that that I was. Like it. I don't like it. I, but what I'm saying is I don't like it. Okay. No, that, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'm just I'm just saying she had yeah, her reason. I, I don't see her reasoning as selfish for killing her. There's a lot of things she did in that whole season that was selfish. 100 percent agree with you there. Uh, just the killing of her mother. I loved that moment. Because it was one, it, for whatever reason, it was shocking to me uh, when she got shot. And then... It shocked me. I it's coming. Well, well we knew it was... Telegraph. Okay. And it, and anyway, uh, but at the same time that it was her and then the reasoning behind it and the, uh, the fallout from it was, was cool. And I loved the moment with the cell phone at the end. And like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I really... With Jessica Jones, especially, the side character storylines are my favorites. 
um, with Malcolm and and um, I was so excuse disappointed me. with what ended up happening with Malcolm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like he went to the dark side, right? <laughs> yeah, he he was like the only one with a good heart. Yeah, in, the, in that whole season, and she right. and she and killed he, it. <laughs> she killed right. it. I get it. Like, I get it. He, she really, which is another reason I don't I like Jessica. I just don't care. Like, even though mm-hmm. I'm glad she went through some growth, like, I really don't like her. She's sure. not. She's, she's, she's a, let's put it. She's a bitch. Yeah. She's, she's, she's really terrible. A self-admitted bitch. So was, don't, don't yell at me. She was really terrible to Malcolm. Oh, you know, Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, she got him to clean up in season one and, like, kind of took care of him. But then once he was clean, she just, like, and he wanted to help her, she just turned around and whipped the shit out of him. And mm-hmm. was yeah. just, like, didn't give him a chance. Him. Never gave him a chance to no. explain himself. There, and... there were too many times in the season when, I, when I'd when i yell at Jessica, stop being an asshole to Malcolm. <laughs> right. he's, a good, he's a good dude and he's helping you. Right. Like, why why are you being such a dick? Just because he's There's being no a... Reason for just because he's being a dude and falling for his crush, like, and he's making some bad yeah. choices here, like he's literally doing everything he can to help you all and along you know the way. That that might also be another reason why I hate Trish so much because Trish uh, screwed over Malcolm hardcore, mm-hmm. and that really bothers me because Malcolm's the only good guy, and everyone shit on him this entire season. It sucked. So I did Trish is what I'm saying. <laughs> I would, uh, and um, <laughs> I, I I liked the the ending, the montage with Jessica looking at the empty desk. I thought that was a nice moment. Uh, way too little, too late. But there's at least that right. it's gonna there's gonna be reconciliation there, uh, at whenever that happens. Um, I hated the the Chinese dude, <laughs> the 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 rival. Like, uh, yeah, I yeah. I for nice. like the actor's cool. I've seen him in other stuff, and I like him a lot, but. Man, I was just waiting for Jessica to just punch her fist through his skull. Like, just get it <laughs> over with. Like, just let her, let your mom kill him. Let's just be done with this. I, I liked him because I wanted him to yes, get punched yes, in the yes, fist so much. Yes, exactly. He's the villain you like to hate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. the co- uh, I watched season one and two together, so I'm mixing some of the stuff up. So forget that what I just said. Uh, season two. Um, what else? What else? Anything else you guys want to touch on? Well, we lost Simpson pretty early into the season. Which I was, was okay. Bummer. I was okay with that. I never liked his character. Uh, I would have been interested to see how much further they could take it. Okay. I, I liked him. I liked him more as Nuke than him trying to be helpful mm-hmm. to Trish and protecting. I think that was a much better character choice. Mm-hmm. Um, how dumb is her. Trish to take that? Never mind. She she <sighs> dumb. She dumb. I'm sorry. She okay. Dumb. So dumb. I, I, so dumb. Yes, it is dumb. But people make mistakes when they're trying to. They want to be better. Like she wanted to be oh. a hero. She wanted to have powers, like Jessica. She wanted she because you know, and again, for the wrong reason. She wanted to do. She thought she could be a better hero than Jessica, so she wanted powers, and she thought the stupid, <laughs> uh, the stupid asthma inhaler would be the way to do it. Not, not realizing and that she was this... in denial about it. And right, then she right. lied to people about it. And then she, then she convinced Malcolm to take it. And then she, then she fucked Malcolm. Ah, it's just good job, much. Malcolm. Good job, buddy. Um, Poor Malcolm. I felt so bad for Malcolm. <laughs> hey, he cleaned moment. up, got himself a nice suit. Yeah. Where'd he get that suit? That was awesome. <laughs> that was a cool little moment. I'm like, what's that happening? Here? Nice suit, he though. called, gave a, gave a weird name. I'm like, what's happening? Who is this guy? What's going on here? He's gonna turn into some new character that we should have known all along. Uh, that was great. Um, my the the least the... he's the real Iron Fist. 
Oh, okay. I actually like the Iron Fist. I'll be the only one on this show to say that. But no, I, I like Iron Fist. Hell no, Kyle. What'd you say, Kyle? I liked Iron Fist. Thank you, sir. I enjoyed. Oh. I enjoyed Iron Fist. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the season, but I enjoyed him more in the Defenders. In, indeed. Okay. Anyway, uh, the thing I hated. Hated. I will say. I will use the H word. The thing I hated about Jessica Jones season one and season two. Let's get rid of vibrating phones, please. It is the yeah, most annoying can, sound can on the just, planet. Can Why? we just phones have the ringtone? Vibrate. Yeah, just get the stupid ringtone. The vibrate her. If if any phone I was around vibrated as much as hers did, it would go through the table. It would eventually <laughs> weaken my, the wood. I, I haven't had my ringtone turned on. My phone has been on vibrate for probably six years. Like I can't never, remember the last time I heard my ringtone. <laughs> my phone is rarely in my pocket, so if it's in my pocket, mm. I'm never gonna know it's ringing. Uh, plus, I have a watch that lets vibrates, so I know when it's ringing. When mm. I'm wearing the watch, but at, at my desk it sits on a little charger, or in my car it's on a little mount thing. So I'd, I'd have to have the ringer on, otherwise I never know it's ringing. But the yes, I'm you know flip phones and stuff. I always had on vibrate too. But she's got her vibrate up to like eleven hundred. <laughs> I don't know. That noise just got to be too much. Maybe it's because I was binging it and watching it too quickly. I don't know. It just was something I noticed and was like enough. Can we go back to the '90s when nobody had cell phones and TV shows? Stop receiving phone calls. Right, right. Get it. Right, right. Send a raven. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, la- last thing I I want to say about it, and and th- I feel like this applies to every single Marvel Netflix show, so it's almost on repeat now. It's just way too long. We don't need thirteen episodes of this. Yeah. They they need to drop it to eight to ten episodes a season. <laughs> I love, I love, and I I agree with you. I agree with you. I love how we were all. 22 episodes is too much. Let's drop it to 13. We get 13 and we're like, it's too much, damn it. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. But yes, I agree. Uh, you know, that new uh, Everything Sucks thing they did on Netflix is only like eight episodes. Or, but it's half hour episodes, so that works. You know, Stranger Things is usually around 10, but now they're getting more and more every season. So yeah, it's like, yeah, but I, I don't care. I, I, even filler episodes of Stranger Things, the one that you guys all hate, I loved. So, um... All right, I think we can wrap up on Jessica Jones, right? Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. All right, let's move on. I'm going to talk about two movies I watched, and then I'm going to open the floor to what you guys might have watched over the past week. Um, I watched uh, Last Jedi again because, yeah, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched Annihilation and uh, The Shape of Water. Okay. I saw The Shape of Water, not Annihilation yet. Annihilation, I think I should have read. It, it feels like a book I would have loved, like a Michael Crichton book, that the mystery evolves as you read it, and I think I would have enjoyed it more as a book than a movie first, um, and then watch the movie and be like, oh, they did this instead, that kind of thing. So I wish I would have read it instead of mm. just going ahead and, you know, it's late, let's just watch it. I don't have time to go out and buy this book and read it right now. Um, I still enjoyed it, but at the same time, I thought, okay, whatever. Uh the performances were great. The acting was awesome. Um, I wanted to to punch the chick that plays the what's that Virgin show on CW? Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. Yeah, she's in this, and I wanted to punch her. No. She got she got real annoying, real fast. Uh, but you know, Valkyrie's in it. She's awesome in this. She plays this you know nerdy science chick. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, everybody else was awesome. The perfor- I mean, her performance was good too, but the character was annoying to me. Um, the cool sci-fi stuff was great. Uh, you know, the, the CGI was fantastic, and the plot was a good storyline. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's real scientific if you're into the nerdy thing. 
uh, you know, like Jurassic Park or Sphere or Congo. You know, no, not Congo so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, again, I'm relating to Michael Crichton because it did feel like a Crichton story. Um, mm. Where there's this event, and then we have to go investigate it. And there's a lot of mystery behind the person who you're you're the eyes of, which is um, <clears throat> Natalie Portman's Natalie character. Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I recommend both ones, both movies. Um, Shape of the Water, I'm kind of... Okay, everybody loves Guillermo del Toro, and, you know, that's cool. I, I like him, too. He's got this thing where he's stuck in a certain era with his, with his like, sets. What, the 50s? Yes. And I'm kind of over it, but it still looked great. The cinematography in this movie is beautiful, as is always in his movies. Um, what was the last one I saw? Crimson Peak? Crimson Peak. Looked beautiful. The movie sucked, but it looked beautiful. Um, I think I think the movie sucked. I'm sorry. If you guys liked it, that's cool. I just didn't think it was good. I was hoping it would be I, really good. I, I think it's implied when someone says this movie sucks that they're saying, I think this movie sucks. Right, right. So I'm with you, buddy. Um, you know, I was hoping it'd be awesome. Hiddleston's in it. Like I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And, and it just looked awesome. But, yeah, but anyway. Uh, I really like The Shape of Water. Yeah. Um, I, the, I, the characters sold the movie uh, because mm-hmm. they were all... Every, everyone, everyone who was in it did a great job. Michael Shannon. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh shoot, what's who's the, what's the old guy's name? Now I can't remember. The old guy, uh, the gay guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gay uh, guy. The guy from Cabin in the Woods. Uh, he's like in everything. Um, shoot, I'll he was look, in. I gotta look he it was up. in Let the Right One In or Let Let Me In or let, let, whatever yeah, the, the American, American remake version. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look because I he's really you. great. It's Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I saw his name Richard. and I'm yeah, I saw his name and I was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, so like Michael Shannon, Richard Jenkins, um, Octavia Spencer was in it. Uh, Doug <clears throat> Jones, Jones. Octavia Spencer was awesome. She was great. Yes, she was great. Um, and then the nerdy guy from uh, Men, one of the Men in Black guys. Three. From yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> Black Three. <laughs> uh, it's Tim uh, Michael um, Stolberg. <laughs> and and Sally Hawkins. As oh yeah, mute, yeah. As the as the mute woman, the the main character was. Fantastic. Amazing. Yes. I'm glad to... I fell in love with her. I would absolutely I, I I fell in love with her throughout the movie. So I totally know why the fish guy banged her, because I'd bang her too. <laughs> I don't know why she banged the fish guy. I'll, I'll be honest with that. Um I, I don't understand that part. Oh, he, oh, he was so sexy though. <laughs> they did make sure to have a sexy bottom, a sexy boot. And they and they explained the penis. That was my favorite part. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> Like little curtains pulling back. Oh, so weird. <laughs> so wrong. Oh, I man. cannot wait to watch this movie. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. I, I own it. It's just it's just waiting. I'm. I almost I'm, bought it when I bought Justice League because I saw it right there and I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna watch this more than once, so I'm not gonna buy that's, it. That's that's. I mean, they both they both came out on my birthday, so I'm like, score. I'll, I'll watch. I'll get <laughs> Justice League and Shape of Water because Shape of Water. I usually I usually go out and buy the um the best picture the mm-hmm. one oh, one that wins you're one of those nerds eh, yeah <laughs> okay i have oscar I, I do oscar parties every year so oh yes, I... fancy and by fancy i mean manly yes. manly oscar <laughs> parties <laughs> um but yeah no i'm 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 i can't wait to watch the shape of water because i mean Every time I look at the fish guy, I just, he just reminds me of Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Yeah, I yeah. Need to, How can you not I need to I mean, stop doing that? <laughs> right. Because I, I keep thinking, like, oh, this is a prequel to uh, Hellboy. <laughs> it might as well be. Uh, no, it's not, but it's, you know, uh, 
I like that Doug Jones got a, a chance to shine. I've been a huge fan of his since his uh, appearance on Buffy. Like he was the one of the, one of the gentlemen on Buffy, and I've kind of followed him, you know, doing all these mocap things and uh, all these weird shaped creature things that he does. And I'm glad he got mo- uh, some time to shine in this movie because he's he's awesome. Yeah, he's great in uh, Star Trek Discovery. <clears throat> yeah, I, he is. Yeah, well, that's right. I yeah. forgot he's in that. Yeah, I still got to watch that. He's also really great as a Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. He is that. <laughs> He's the body, and then was He's the body fish, and the Fishburne. Fishburne is the, voice. <laughs> yeah. the best Fantastic Four movie we've gotten. Oh, it's a I, it's I'd a say, low bar. It's a low bar. I'll run. It's a low bar. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm uh, saying it's I would the best say one the director's got. cut of the Fantastic Four is the be- is probably the best Fantastic Four film we've gotten. The first, the, the, wait, the original one. Yeah, not not the, the, the not, not the crappy '90s one, the one with Je- the first one with Jessica, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba, or yeah, she, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, he was he was the operator, aka the the Slender Man in the Marble Hornets movie. I didn't know that. In the what mm. Hornets? Marble Hornets. It's a it was a YouTube channel that did the Slender Man series, which was fantastic. It was done as if like it was uploaded journal entries. Mm. So, oh. so it's got a realism to it, and it's pretty cool. And then they made a movie that wasn't great, but I didn't know Doug Jones played the Slender Man character. Well, he was also the Bye Bye Man. <clears throat> yeah, which is the same, movie. which is similar character. Yeah. Yeah. What movies have you watched, Matt? I haven't watched any movies lately. I've uh, been watching a whole lot of X Files and a little bit of real Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Going that vintage. sounds like a good time, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Especially the real Ghostbusters. Been. It's on Netflix, the real Ghostbusters, all the seasons. Oh boy, it's That's... it's. I hadn't seen it in a, in while. a while. It's yeah, like in a quite a long time, <laughs> and it's it's really cheaply animated. Like I had forgotten. <laughs> maybe I was never aware. It's really cheaply animated. I just don't care. It's so much fun to watch. It's it's so those, great. Those are my favorite toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. God, so I like I, I love it i've been loving revisiting it it's it's a great time cool that's awesome yeah but i do it does it does when i'm sitting there i do occasionally go wow i can't believe how cheaply this is animated <laughs> but well it was yeah. from what the 90s early 80s yeah i think so so i mean it's like i said it's not taking away from my enjoyment it's just something i do notice every now and again where i go wow that looks cheap (laughs) (laughs) yeah 86 to 92 i didn't know it was that long oh Oh, wow wow seven seven seasons yeah but towards the end of the run it turned into like they really started making slimer like yeah i remember that like they they changed the name of it from the real ghostbusters to slimer and the real (laughs) ghostbusters oh jeez lame yeah i did not know that yeah that was that was that was a sad time yeah, yeah. Much so. like, and no, I won't go there. Oh no. No, I'm 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 too good. I'm too good for that. Wow. Well, the, I went on character. a binge of um of uh, um international uh what what's the actor's name? Iko Uwais, I think. Films. It, uh, he was in the Raid and the Raid Two. Okay. The main guy. Those are both yeah. fantastic films. They're great films. So Can't I, wait till they make the American reason I got on that was because I watched uh, Beyond Skyline. 
which is the sequel to, to Skyline that came out, I don't know, four or five years ago, something like that. Um, and Skyline was not a great movie. I, I think it had some really cool visuals and, and some interesting concepts, but it was just poorly poorly written and poorly executed. But Beyond Skyline was just kind of dumb popcorn fun, and it was really, really cool, and, and I was surprise cameo for me because i didn't know anything about the movie i just saw oh hey beyond skylines out cool um but the dude from the 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 main guy from the raid Iko weiss i think his name is and the dude who played mad dog in the first raid and then i don't remember his name in the in the second raid um but he they oh, were both yeah. they were both in that movie and i saw him and i was like those guys look really familiar oh shit they're the raid guys and, and so then frank I grillo watched the raid and then I watched The Raid 2, and then I watched Headshot, and then uh, I rewatched Train to Busan, because at that point I was just in international uh, film territory. So it's just kind of watching the, the big name stuff that it's migrated its is, way over uh, here. Is there any reference to any characters from the first Skyline, or is it just, just this whole new set of characters? Oh, the, yes, there are definitely references. Sweet. It ties in. It absolutely ties in. Cool, cool. Yep. And Frank Grillo's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Crossbones. So, Beyond Skyline was was not. I mean, it's it's not a fantastic movie. No, but it is a it is a solid B science fiction film, and it it pretty much never stops. Once it starts, it's like within the first maybe ten or fifteen minutes that the alien invasion happens, mm-hmm. and then it just it it just keeps going and going this... and going and going and going and going and going. I should just sit down and watch it and stop waiting for my cousin because we watched the first one together. But is this taking place like concurrent with the first one or? Yes, the okay. beginning of it is concurrent. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. It yep. reminds me because I think Skyline came out about the same time as Battle L.A. Yeah. Uh, I that, I enjoyed that. it for what it was. Again, it's another goofy, stupid popcorn movie. Uh, I'll watch it every so often because it was like one of the last movies I saw before a very bad moment in my life. So it's got oh. like a you know a, a memorable place in my life uh, that we it's saw got that cool end. Too, too, yeah, in yeah. Skyline, which totally took me by surprise. I liked all the actors in that movie. I'm a big fan of uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Turk. From, Turk. Yeah, guy from Scrubs. Donald Donald Faison. Yeah. Chocolate Bear. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. awesome. And then uh, the guy who plays his friend Eric Balfour, who's like a, a friend character. In <laughs> the best part about Eric Balfour, in the '90s, he played like the the friend of all the main characters, and then died like in the first episode of so many pilots. Like mm-hmm. like Buffy and oh, there's so many I can't remember, but he like died in the first episode. You're like, was this guy gonna get a break? And then he was on an all the whole season. Was he was he the main guy? Was he Jared? Yeah, he's the the white dude. That oh, shows okay. Up. Yeah. Well, he yeah he he survived until the end. Then yeah, he's the the hero of the flick. He was the hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing that I think is really interesting about the Skyline movies, <clears> the first <throat> one and the second one, is that. The, the, the colors of the aliens, because they glow a certain mm-hmm. color, and then when they suck the brains out of the humans, the brain glows a certain color, and it's blue. And so they put that brain into a, into a body, an alien body, and then it lights up blue, its eyes are blue, and then it's bad. But the good, when, when, you, when your brain is tainted, I guess, and you, and you keep your humanity... Once your brain is sucked out of your head, it's red. So I think it's really interesting that the good guys are red, are colored red, and the bad guys are blue. I always thought because that normally it's reverse. I thought the same thing about the blasters in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. Rebels are shooting like red colored guns, and then the bad good guys are shooting green and blue, or the bad guys are. Like oh, I never noticed that. Uh, but then the lightsabers reverse. Right, right, right. Crazy. All right. Uh, so yeah. I thought that was- 
Cool. 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 Kyle, anything you're watching lately? And then we gotta we're gonna move on to. Um, I mean, this morning I started watching Justice League again, and I still like that movie. Nice. Yeah, I watched that a while ago. I gotta watch it now that I have the Blu-ray, not the digital. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I gotta watch some of the special features. I want to see some of the stuff they cut out. <clears throat> yeah, I do too. I'm I'm also I'm gearing up for uh, Last Jedi to come out in couple weeks because i hear that it has a oh a, a score only version of the movie really yeah i want to see the edited version of the phasma fin fight because i've seen parts of it already and uh, i like that version way better yeah i i've heard there's i heard there's with 14 deleted scenes uh extended scene with phasma and finn and then uh your your favorite tom hardy his cameo son of a at, bitch is back in the film. Well, back in the special features. My favorite is when uh, uh, who's the late night host on CBS uh, that sings? Uh, Conan. No, the CBS, no. <laughs> the karaoke ah. dude. Oh, James, uh, James Corden. Yeah, I like James, James Corden. Corden's death. <laughs> it's my favorite. James Corden. He dies in an X-wing in the beginning. Oh, that is him. Yeah. I thought so. It, it, I've never confirmed tell. it, but it looks like him. I could be wrong. Yeah, it might not be him. I thought I thought it was him though. Uh, it looks like him Let's a see. lot. Yes. Star Wars. James Corden. Google. Help me. Booyah. Yep. There Google it is. machine. <laughs> go. And I was yeah. I guessed correctly. It looked like him. Awesome. It doesn't yeah. so, it doesn't sound like him. He's the, he's the new Porkins. <laughs> oh wait. Okay. So one website says it is him, and then the, the next headline on Google is no. James Corden doesn't make a cameo in Last Jedi. So what's the real story here? I don't think it is. Uh... It, it doesn't show up on any of his filmography anywhere. And they usually will have a, a, if you're a Star Wars cameo, they'll usually have it on there. James Corden has confirmed he doesn't appear in Star Wars. So there you go. All right. I was wrong. It just is a dude that looks like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. What, oh. fat white guy, Dave? Yep. Fat British white Difficult. guy. British. British fat white guy. Um, One thing I just discovered today, I was, I used to watch, I don't want to say I'm a fan. Uh, they're the, the ghost bros, the ghost adventures guys. Uh, Zach Baggins has got the, all the muscles and stuff. Uh, you know, the travel. Ooh. Cool, you can deal with it for a second. Um, I used to watch it to laugh at it, because it was funny uh, to laugh at these dudes. And I'm a, I am like I like those ghost hunting shows just for, like, they seem to always find something, and it's nothing. And it's just funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> I just enjoy watching it. I do believe, I like to believe in the ghost stories and stuff like that. I've never experienced it, so how can I know for sure? You know, whatever. doesn't matter. I just think it's fun. And he bought this place called the Demon House in Gary, Indiana, which is mm-hmm. like they made a big story out of it. Like cops won't go inside and all this stuff. And he bought it sight unseen and filmed this documentary. And I didn't know it. It just came out. So I'm going to I'm going to watch that tonight and not sleep. Um, <clears throat> but, I heard it's really bad. So I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. I, the show is bad, you know, so I'm, I know yeah, what I'm yeah. getting into. <laughs> their, re, their recreations uh, are... I know somebody that, that worked for a very brief period of time. He has a, uh, uh, like, a museum of the paranormal in Las Vegas. Vegas, yeah, yeah. And I knew somebody that worked there for a very brief period of time and, and had a good time working there. It just was apparently very, like, just overly demanding of his... Um, oh, I'm sure. Like, it became... All of a sudden, it just became... Like, he just started taking on more and more responsibility that he didn't, like, sign up for when, you know, and didn't get a pay raise or anything like that. So, anyway, the, the point is, like, I guess, like, Zach Baggins himself is, like, a really nice guy. Yeah. He just has all these, like, weird uh, show 
ideas that he comes up with and whatnot. He's an so. entrepreneur, I guess. Yep. Yeah, he's ambitious. Yep. We'll say he's ambitious. Yeah, he does seem like a nice dude. And he's always nice to the fans mm-hmm. on Twitter and stuff like that. I, you know, every so often mm-hmm. I see somebody. He's appara- yeah, he is apparently very nice. He's yeah. just. He's got his um his his, uh, his ghost thing. That he does. <laughs> right, right. It's fun to laugh at. It is, it is. And hey, you know, he's making money off of it, doing the thing he loves. That's cool for you. Um, I'm just gonna enjoy laughing at it behind my little TV screen and let you do your thing, bro. <laughs> All right. I I have one 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 bit of news. One last thing to share, and then I don't have anything else we could talk about. Whatever you want, Dave. Unless you want me to stop, and we'll talk about what you want to talk about. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sure. Did you guys hear the awesome, amazing, fantastic, stupendous news that Nick Cage is finally going to get to play Superman? Yes, I did. I'm in so a, excited. In the comical, yeah. in the comical way he, yeah. the comical way he should. <laughs> Nick Cage is Superman in the Teen Titans Go movie. Teen Titans Go to the movies. Get it? So awesome. Oh, that's the, so fantastic. I, I was super excited to hear that. The only place he belongs is Superman in that, in that version because – <laughs> good lord <laughs> has anybody watched that documentary yeah the death of superman lives what happened so badly <laughs> yeah you gotta check that out i it still it still amazes me the story behind the whole you know, animatronic spider that they wanted to do with kevin smith mm-hmm. and then it ended up being in wild wild west <laughs> it's well like... and the crazy thing is you always hear these stories about john peters from, oh yeah from kevin smith and then you see the interview with him and you go yeah, that dude definitely looks crazy. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Without a doubt, <laughs> nothing about him seems sane or rational. He is eccentric. Like that's the picture in the di- dictionary. It's his picture. He's so weird. He's wrestling crew members <laughs> to to assert dominance. Oh, and then also also to hype them up and get their energy going. He's getting putting people in headlocks. Like what a crazy guy. He seems like a more successful Tommy Wiseau. You're right. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, nuts. All right. Now let's let's talk about let's get to the main event. What you guys have been waiting for us to talk about. Avengers Infinity War trailer. Who got their tickets? I did. I did. I am I know Matt doesn't to, need them. So I'm going to complain about this tickets. What? Because you always complain cuz you seem to somehow never be able to get them. I got my tickets, but here's the thing. It said, "Okay, tickets are available now." I go on the Fandango. I go on to Marcus. They are not available. Oh, they were was, immediately when I went on. They were available. Oh, when I when I when I looked, it nothing was popped up, and then like maybe an hour and a half later, wow, there, and then almost all the good seats were taken. But I did get I did get seats for me and four of my other friends. Cool. My my favorite thing about it is my brother's coming home for his birthday, and it's the week like right after it comes out. So we're gonna all go Ooh. see it together for the oh, sec- very cool for the second time for me. So, I'm not waiting. I told him that. He said, <laughs> his, girl, his girlfriend's like, oh, we should ask your brother if he wants to see the movie with us when we're there. And he's like, oh, I will. I'm sure he will want to. But he, I bet you he already bought his tickets for the day it comes out. And I'm like, that's exactly what happened, bro. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, You know me too well. All right. So Infinity War trailer has come out. We're all ready to go see it now. And it's coming out a week earlier than they originally projected. So fooey on you, Star Wars. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> yeah. So April- fuck yourself. Whoa, whoa. There's no need for that. Uh, April 27th is the Language. date, or or the Thursday before. Usually, you know. Come on now, we all know. Um, all right. So trailer starts. The world is kind of upside downish, and we're turning around. It reminded me a lot of Doctor Strange. Uh, yes. For some reason, mm-hmm. um, but it's you know tilting and turning, and there's something falling from the sky. 
Uh, people are saying that this view is maybe from the, the ship that we see all the time, and we're seeing it from that ship, you know, rotating. Mm, um, and this thing falling from the sky is actually Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk. Because um, in other trailers, we have seen him crash into the Sanctum. And that's where we find Bruce returning to Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so it's rotating. We see this thing falling from the sky, and then there's this voiceover, um, which is Gamora talking about Thanos. Uh, we get a shot uh, peering down and people looking up, and it's Black Widow, Bruce Banner, fully clothed, so it looks like this is a little bit later, uh, if that is yeah. indeed him crashing. Um, it looks like they're, It looks like it's t- Stark Tower, but that's gone now, so... Who knows where they're standing? It's also Rhodey, James uh, James Road, um, War, War Machine. Machine. Thank you, thank you. Uh, looking up at the sky over this uh, Gamora voiceover where she's talking about Thanos again, and then we <coughs> cut to the Sanctum where we see in the reflection of the big mi- a window there of the thing falling from the sky and the pack cameras rotating. Then we get a picture of Thanos dropping the Power Stone. Right? It was the Power Stone. That's the reality. Stone. Is it? Oh, oh no, it's the blue right. one. It's the space. blue one. Yeah, he's already got the purple one. Um, Sorry. Reality's the red one, right? <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Which, yeah, we haven't seen since Thor. Thor the Dark World, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's already got the purple one, and he's dropping the blue one in. Let's just do it that way. Um, yes. And then Gamora says he can destroy, what did she say, half the universe in, like that. Yeah. Well, she says something about he's only ever wanted one thing. But he's only ever, yeah, to... right tear apart the universe or something something in like which it's specifically destroy half the universe right which is a nod to the comic book infinity gauntlet um where that he actually does that he snaps his fingers and it destroys half the universe Mm -hmm. so uh good reading fodder guys and we'll talk about this when we get to uh infinity war 101 uh read infinity gauntlet read that again it's really good yeah it's a good it's a good story also they're doing they're doing a new one right now or thanos wins i think um, is the new Marvel book? I think it's called Thanos Wins. Um, well, there's Infinity Gauntlet, then there's Infinity War, <laughs> then there's Thanos Imperative. I think was the other really big, uh, big Thanos storyline. I want to say I haven't read Thanos Imperative, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I that read, is. Yeah, I haven't read that one either. Yeah, Thanos Wins is the one that's currently being put out right now. Um, I think that's they're retelling the Thanos origin story in there. I think. I wonder if it's if if they're you know, just re- changing it to match the movies. Could be, could be, because I think we're gonna get a little bit of it on this movie. We see a little bit of maybe Gamora's um, origin story, quote unquote. Um, yeah, I was not expecting that part. No, but uh, you, you know, she finishes her voiceover, and then we cut to Tony, who's in a completely different place. It's a different scene altogether. He's oh, not yeah. <laughs> not talking to Gamora here, but it's a cool moment. I love it because he says, "Say it, say his name again," and then she says, "Thanos." I thought that was a cool moment, but it's a completely different place. <laughs> he might be in the sanctum, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, but uh, then we get a shot of Thanos bringing off the helmet and the Marvel logo that we love so much. And then, oh, it, you know, if he is in the sanctum sanctorum, he could be talking to Bruce. Yeah, because Bruce, Bruce was Hulk, and we know that we know that Thanos is going to interact with that uh, as guardianship. So mm-hmm. Hulk might know about it. And then when he gets back to earth, he's the one that, Tell him the that story. gives the message to, to Tony. Yeah, very, very well could be. And we'll get to, cause there's this very, se- very definitive separation of the teams here. Um, and we'll talk about oh, e- yes. each squad here as we see it. Um, so we get uh, the, the uh, Thanos reveal where he pulls off the helmet. And I think that's a flashback or actually that looks like uh, the, the scene that Johnny's talking about where he's getting off the ship Maybe inside the Asgardian ship. 
Yeah, um, that's what I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so then we get uh, uh, super sticky-shoed Peter Parker hanging out the outside of a school bus with just his shoes. Well done, Who's sir. Who's at the worst at keeping his secret identity secret. <laughs> right, right. The window's wide open. Let's just throw on my mask. Uh, yep. put, puts on the mask, swings down off the bridge, does a little skiing. Uh, didn't quite get that pendulum lesson that from the first movie. You know, he's falling asleep and watching YouTube videos while she's ta- talking mm-hmm. about momentum and pendulums. No, anybody? Okay. I got it. Okay, cool. Uh, so he swings down. We, you know, we just get Peter Parker. Then we get the sky again, the skyline, but this time with the, what are they calling that ship? The Q ship? Any, anybody know? I have no I've, idea. I think I've heard of it as the Q or Q, not Q, but Q. It's a big circular ship in the sky. <clears throat> Seems to be floating over Manhattan. And then Tony, in his new armor, uh, is scorching up t- after it. And uh, all of a sudden, some rocket boosters form under his feet. Pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> sweet. Uh, and that makes him go faster. Presumably, I think, in other trailers, we see Spider-Man or Peter Parker is attached to it with his suit. And maybe that's Tony going to save him as it's going into the atmosphere. Maybe. Well, I think it's cool because that's something that that's something I've seen in the comics. Mm. That that weird kind of his boots boosters you know form form this one big booster instead of being the two separate feet yeah um and i've seen that look before so i think it's cool that they're incorporating it it looks a little goofy but i think it'll look i think it'll look better when we actually see it in the movie yeah yeah um then we cut to dr strange using his fingers to do some magic and the eye of agamoto opening up to look at get the stone out apparently um and this is at the same time as tony stark's doing a voiceover talking about we have the advantage. He's coming to us, and we know what he wants. Um, mm-hmm. So it sounds to me like he's going to use this the stone in the Eye of Agamotto and Vision's brainstone thingy um, and use it as bait, perhaps. What, yep. If Thanos is coming to Earth, better to take the stone somewhere to have him come after them instead of just tearing up the you Look, know the, the city looking for it. Get all Justice, go to, go get all Justice League on him. There's an army. Right, right. And a Hulk. And a Hulk, yes. They have a Hulk. Um, so, yeah, we get to see that open. Then we, you know, it cuts to uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. So we're we're implying here that that's what Tony's talking about is the two stones. Um, right. Then we go to Wakanda, where we get a nice reunion with, with Steve and T'Challa, excuse me, uh, which is pretty cool. And then this is where we get kind of the first shot of that new team that we're talking about. Um, oh, no, 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 it's not. I'm sorry. It just shows Steve and... Black Widow walking up to him, but we see uh, T'Challa's. Oh yeah, the team is there. I apologize, I skipped right over it. Let's uh, let me see. So you got going to Wakanda, Falcon, Vision, Scarlet Witch. Vision is limping off the off the jet, by the way. So this is post. Uh, I think when the Black Order tries to remove it from him and maybe fails, and he's still mm-hmm. showing the effects of the fight. Um, where was it? So War Machine, Falcon, Black Widow, Vision, Scarlet Witch, uh, uh, Bruce Banner, and Steve Rogers are going to Wakanda to to hang out with T'Challa. And then we get a shot of T'Challa's sister uh, looking at like a little video with those ball thingies that she has of uh, Vision's head. So, perhaps she's trying to figure out a way to remove the stone without killing him? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a fair, uh, fair, fair thinking. It's just my theory. Any other? Yeah, because I, I mean, mean, it could be anything. It's it's tech it's uh, technology she's never seen before. It is and it isn't because he's made of vibranium too. By the way, that is true. That mm-hmm. is right. 
Keep so, on forgetting he's made of vibranium. So there's that too. You know, she's going to be geeking out about that. Like, oh, what, all the stuff I can do now with vibranium, you know, that she might not have thought about before, even though she's probably the smartest person in the Marvel Universe. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be cool uh, how she interacts with Vision. I think there's going to be some cool sci- science lady stuff there. Since we have the science bros, I went science mm-hmm. lady. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, we get the Guardians, which it looks like they could either be on that Asgardian ship or perhaps on Nowhere. They're getting off the Milano and getting somewhere that looks like it's been kind of destroyed or at least emptied. I think they're on Nowhere. Right. I think so, this I think this goes back to one of the leaked scenes, which is... Um, where you meet the, the Collector? Scene, yeah, where they meet the Collector and Thanos is there mm-hmm. to get the Power Stone. Not the Power Stone, the... Reality stone. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is probably yeah, post or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed. So this and is probably since he the... doesn't have the the that stone, the reality stone. Later, I think we can assume that the collector has sent it off somewhere. Could be. Could be. We we haven't seen the collector since uh, Guardians. Guardians, right? Nope. Since the since the end of the uh, end credit scene, Thor yeah. the Dark World. Thor the Dark World came before or. Guardians came after Thor the Dark World. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then my favorite part, Star-Lord schooling Tony on bad plans. Oh, that was good. Yep. Nice nice yeah. moments that, you know, we're, we're all looking forward to. And this is our second team that we get a glimpse of, which is uh, Iron Man, Star-Lord, uh, Drax, and Peter Parker. And I think Doctor Strange is there, too. Um, yes. But he's not in this scene. Um so that's our that's our B team, I guess, if you want to call it that. They're they're looking seemingly uh, in this scene. They're everyone's. Pers- uh, I'll find a way to talk. Uh, they're on Titan, the planet Titan, which is a moon off Saturn, I believe, in the com- yes. in the comics. Well, in and in reality. Well, right, right. The real thing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's weird that none of them are wearing uh, masks. Yeah, they all kind of. So, well, I mean, obviously they can breathe on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking that secret identity, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, good point. Ox- or maybe secret identities or don't exist in the Marvel you in the Marvel <laughs> yeah. and uh, cinematic universe, except for Peter Parker. Uh, yeah. Yep, except for Peter. And you know what? I don't think the whole world knows that Scott Lang is Ant Man. I think just the Avengers do. Let's oh, talk about possibly. that. Let's talk about that yep, for a second. Possibly. Yep. Yep. Uh, there is no Ant Man in this trailer at all. That's all right. Oh, <laughs> that was fighting well, he's words. Not, he's not going to play a big role. I know he. No. I know he makes an appearance. Yeah, but he's not going to play a huge role in in the movie. Yeah, they've confirmed think, it's very minimal. I think Avengers Four is where you'll see um, Wasp and Ant Man. Him shot. and Wasp, yeah, yeah. Because yep. uh, Hawkeye so is not too. very relevant in any of these trailers either, and he's actually was left Hawkeye's off the poster. Not very relevant in the MCU. Shut your face! Oh. Shut your face! <laughs> Uh, yeah, not in the not in the trailers, not in the poster. poster. Nope. And he's, he's there's got to be a reason for it. It's not like they just forgot to put him in. There's a right, reason right. he's not appearing. Right, because at the same time, I mean, uh, Valkyrie yeah, Valkyrie's in it. And she's not going to be in it a lot. I mean, she's not in a main character. Ned is in it too, and so is uh, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Mbaku. Um, uh, Mbaku. I'm so excited to see Mbaku again. So, you know, all these guys are going to be in it, but they're probably going to be, like, a scene or two. Um, yeah, they'll yeah. be, like, cameos, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is fine, because, you know, we got part two, or the next Avengers movie. We're not part two. We got to stop calling it that. Or I do, at least. Uh, okay, so moving on. We got the cool moment with Peter uh, Quill telling him, you know, I can come up with a better plan. Um, 
which is funny. And then Tony not knowing what to say, which is great. That never happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we, when, when all Tony can say is, wow. You so won. You, you won. That's <laughs> Victory. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, we get a couple shots of the Wakanda team, uh, Steve and Black Panther and the Black Widow on this transport thing. And then the Hulkbuster suit with Falcon and War Machine flying overhead. Rumor mm, is... Yes. The rumor is inside that Hulkbuster suit is Bruce Banner. Yep. And that makes sense. There's a scene yeah. later that I'm thinking is when he actually hulks out, and we'll talk about it in a second when we get to it. Because mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's having a trouble maintaining or not. He can't turn into Hulk. He's having a hard time turning into Hulk. Well, we know from Thor Ragnarok, he. Yeah, he has a hard time going he, back and forth. He has a hard time going back and forth, and he doesn't want to. True. Because. He he thinks that what was it? He thought that you know he's like I was Hulk for however long this Two last years. time. If I turn into him again, I may never, I may never come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. He's definitely he's definitely afraid that if he hulks out, he won't he won't turn back into Banner. But the Thor Ragnarok ends with him being Hulk, and we know that Infinity War has him. The most of what we've seen of him has been Bruce Banner. So I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and we know when he crash lands on Earth, he turns back into Banner. So yeah. He probably lands on Earth as Hulk, yeah. turns back into Banner, gets in the Hulkbuster armor, and then during the fight, Hulk's out. Yeah, when, I think when the Outriders later on are all attacking him is when he... Yeah, when they jump on the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah, he just Hulks out and breaks out of the suit and just goes on a rampage, is my guess. Um, okay, yeah. and then we cut to cut to our C team, which is uh, Thor with his cape, Rocket, and Teenage Group. <clears throat> Excuse me, Teenage Group. Um, and then we get uh, Thor using his lightning power without having the, the hammer anymore, which we, of course, saw happen um, in Ragnarok for the first time. So we know he has that power, and that's not uh, anything new there. Um, but the rumor is he's also getting a new weapon, which is some kind of axe. I forget the name they called it. Yeah. Uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yep, yeah. And this could be... Yeah. People are saying, you know, Marvel does trick things in their teasers. Like when the moment Milnar gets broken, they show her standing in like a room and she actually does it on the cliffside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a way of tricking us with certain, you know, post-production things. And Well, actually, that was intentional. They were they did originally film that scene to be in an alley. And then later in post, they decided to change it to the field. OK, Kyle. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. They did. They didn't do it to trick us. A, a, but a they real, have a real trick would be showing the trailers with Thor having both of his eyes, which they and did. And then you see yeah. the movie, and he's got the patch. Right, right. Which they did. I was getting to other examples, but yes, you are okay. I will say yes. I do. I'm just I do saying, believe, Dave. Uh, just, by the way, Dave. Just saying, that was it. Was originally a, a scene filmed in like an alley. Alrighty, alrighty. And then Tiny Steve Rogers came up and said, I could do this all day. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. <laughs> um, and he can. But uh, I feel like that, that the, the axe could be in that scene. They just haven't rendered it in there yet, perhaps. Or this is maybe him creating it. Who knows? Um, either yeah. way. Either way, they're showing off the lightning skills. And this new team of uh, Thor with Rocket and Team Groot, which we're going to come back to later. Um, and this is probably when they first meet him when he crashes into the... Milano. Uh, then we get more Titan stuff where there's the crash of the ship uh, into some Titan structures uh, on the planet there. And then we cut to Thanos, which I think is this, yes, the beginning of the flashback where he's got his full armor on 
and we're seeing a tiny, tiny Gamora um, mm-hmm. on her home planet. You can see behind the army and the guards, there's green-faced people all around there. And there's a tiny Gamora reaching out to his finger, which means she's going with him, maybe reluctantly, but she's going with him freely. So I'm thinking maybe her family made a deal, take our daughter, you know, and we won't come back and attack you. I don't know, something like that. Thanos has got his ways. But uh, this army that's holding this these people at bay are the Chitari. If you look closely, you can see their faces. Yeah, they do look familiar. Mm. So they're wearing the same kind of style of armor as he is too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Chitari make a return visit here. His army that he loaned out to Loki, and then we cut to again the Mad Titan uh, holding Thor's head, and Thor's got some blood all over his gums, and uh, mm. he's in he's in a bad state. And I think this is the moment because we also see Loki standing with uh, the Black Order all around him. Uh, one of them holding a their spear weapon at his head. Uh, I think this is kind of a moment where he gets Loki to hand over the weapon, and I have a feeling we're also going to see Loki die here. I think that's why Thor's screaming, because it doesn't look so much like he's squeezing his head, it looks like he's just holding it there. My guess is that he's holding Thor's head, and then Loki makes a deal. If you, if you free my brother Thor, I'll give you the cube. Is my guess. But that dramatic scream is less of don't do it. It's more of no, don't kill him. I don't I know. I think that's a pain. I, I think he's squeezing his head. We'll see. We'll personally. see. Fun theories yeah. to to Because his to eyes are closed. It's not like he's staring at something and screaming no. It's It looks to me like he's, like he's in pain. Well, one or the other or something completely different. Who knows? Half, or something half, completely different. Have fun now, I want to say that that flashback scene, that that's the kind of stuff that is going to that, that's going to make thanos a villain that people can really connect to and i'm gonna i'll reference justice league where steppenwolf he's a nothing character he means nothing but if you had scenes where steppenwolf is interacting with people you know where he's having you see that he has relationships like we're going to see thanos connecting with gamora and taking gamora and and uh you know, the, the line in the trailer where he says, I hope they remember you. That's the kind of stuff that's going to make him stand out as a villain, I think. Well, I, we'll have to see. Marvel is uh, a nasty habit of having bad villains. I don't think it's going to happen here. Um, but they do have a track record of weak villains. Um, but well, I, not, I was going to say... the last four movies, though. I was going to say one of the better ones is in Jessica Jones Season 1, Kilgrave, because you do get those moments where he is human. Um, and you feel bad for this guy, but then you realize, oh yeah, that's not, he's pure evil. He's pure evil. Um, but, uh, yes, yes. Okay. Now we're back to Wakanda where there's this big shield. Uh, we all know what that is. Um, and a giant explosion and we have the Wakanda marathon happening. This is that big fight scene with, uh, uh, Bucky and everybody running towards all of those outriders on, on the, the battlefield of Wakanda. Uh, so that's our A team again. Doctor Strange and uh, Peter Quill working together. Star Lord, uh, Doctor yep. Strange is making these magical platforms for him to run around on. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. People are saying like he's he's loaned out magical boots from the Sanctum Sanctorum. Like you can tell he's doing magic. I mean, come on, right? It's pretty obvious here. Looks like he's wearing the same boots he always wears. Um, but that's a cool little moment where he's jumping around shooting people, and and that's on Titan. Uh, then you cut to uh, just a, a very scared Scarlet Witch, and then it cuts right away to Doctor Strange being tortured by one of the Black Order, and that's Corius uh, yeah. uh, Corius Glaive, I believe. Or no, I'm sorry, Ebony, Ebony Maw. Yeah, I was gonna say it was 
yeah, Ebony Maw. Because in Cor- uh, Ebony Maw, Corvus Glaive, and... Uh, Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight, yes. You are correct. I think there's one there's, more. There's a fourth too. one. I think... Yeah. Um, Which one is it? Uh, I don't like that they call them... I. I'm not crazy that they're that they renamed them the Children of Thanos instead of the Black Order. I think the Black Order is a cooler name. Yeah, yeah. They whatever. changed that, and they changed. He was Black Dwarf, and now he's Call Obsidian. It's the big dude. Mm, Call Obsidian. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's Call mm. Obsidian now, but he used to be Black Dwarf. Racist. Mm-hmm. Racist. <laughs> no. Possibly. Um, <laughs> I I think I I still think they're called the Black Order. I think they're yeah, they also are. referred to as as the Children of Thanos. Mm, maybe yeah um it's like like they've got multiple names kind of that people it's saying refer to them as. it's saying here the changes made to the movie were that name and uh let's see the russo brothers took creative liberties with the group's depiction most notably excluding Supergiant for consolidation other changes include depicting the group as children of thanos and altering their abilities for the film i uh, mean we might mm. get both you might get the black order and also children of thanos we'll have to wait and see i think that part of that flashback is going to be him maybe assembling the children of thanos or maybe it's just yeah. maybe it's just Gamora. It could be just Gamora, and I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, I I think it's just Gamora. I think it's explaining how she how she got it when she's doing her so monologue. Yeah, whilst on the uh, the ship. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, torturing Doctor Strange with those shards that look a lot like the bad guy from Doctor Strange was using. Kind of those magical shards that they throw around. What if he uses the same kind of magic? Or what or, if he's able to access that that Dormammu magic? Well, what I was thinking of is because that character has the ability to um uh use your powers against you type of thing. So I'm wondering if perhaps he's like in Doctor Strange's head using his own powers against him. In this kind of what you're talking about, I don't know if he can use magic necessarily, maybe. Um but uh, the character in the comic book can kind of use your powers against you. Oh, uh, okay. So th- it could be one or the other. Um, I didn't know that. Or, I'm not familiar with them from the comics. I watched a few uh, trailer breakdown videos to educate myself uh, on some of these things because I didn't. I going in, I didn't know a lot of the things about the Black Order, so I needed. That is creepy though when he puts his finger up to his lips mm-hmm. and is like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a cool looking character too. Like they did, a, yeah, they did some good work in making him looking just dastardly." Um, then we go back to the uh, fight on Wakanda, and that's where we get the Outriders pouncing on the Hulkbuster suit. And I, again, I, I think that's where we get our Hulk moment. Um, and then we cut back to Titan again with Thanos, uh, helmetless Thanos, doing a little speech to uh, Tony Stark, whose suit is kind of all broken apart. Um, well, we don't know for sure that it's Tony Stark. Because no. they, they just do a cut scene to hit to to Tony Stark. Well, right. I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't know that it's actually him, but we do see Tony with a busted up suit at some point. I think it's reasonable to assume this is about this is around that scene in the first trailer when uh, when Thanos punches the Iron Man, right? The Iron right. Man armor. Well, again, we're assuming Tony's in it, and he just kind of flops to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where he, he says, "God, hope- this this line that he has in the trailer when he says, I hope they remember you.'" That hit me hard. They're saying, cause... too, because uh, in the German translation, the word you is used for you all, like you, a group of you. So they're thinking mm. he might be speaking to the team and, not, you know, not just Tony. Either way, yep. it's, it's still a cool line. Still a very cool line. Um, 
And, and he sounds sincere. That's the crazy thing. He said it doesn't sound like he's just saying it to be an asshole. I think it, he really is saying. Let me see. I can you get, know after all this is over. I hope they remember you. I can get the audio. Hang on. Everybody be quiet for a moment. Let's play it. I hope they remember you. Did you hear it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It sounds so sincere to me. <laughs> Uh, let me turn the sound back off. Okay. Uh, and then after that is when we get the big showdown uh, that impresses Thanos. Steve stops the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. He's holding, yeah. holding it by the Ooh. two fingers there. You can see the two stones. Um, lots of theories here about why Steve is able to do this. Some people think he might have a stone or two on his person. Or that he's eaten some of that, uh, that, that special herb they have in Wakanda. And that that is also part of the soul stone. Possible. People are Possible. saying, and that him and him and Black Panther might be immune to some of Thanos' powers. Um, but it, it could just also be the will of Steve Rogers. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we that's have, what I think it is. Yeah, we have seen him be super strong well, before. So uh, well, Thanos it, is a bully, and Steve doesn't like bullies. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if if by now you haven't seen it, this is essentially cut from the mar- the, the the comic book. Um, there's a nice moment of a couple panels where Steve is talking to Thanos. You know, if one person stands up against you, that's enough. And then he kind of does the same kind of similar speech of I hope they remember you type stuff. Um, it's a very cool panel. It's all over Twitter. You can find it. And that's from the Infinity Gauntlet comic book. Everybody should check it out. Just go go read it. It's out there. Mm-hmm. It'll give I you do want to read that. Give you some background. But yeah, there's a, there's a legit, like, what is happening here look on Thanos' face. Like, what are you doing, boy? Uh, like he's impressed, so or shocked, I should yeah. say. And then a nice little primal scream from Steve as he's holding it. I had to. After that, I went out and got the Funko Pop Avengers Infinity Wars Captain America with the beard. <laughs> uh, it's cool. He's he's cool, man. I I'm gonna miss Captain America, and that'll be the topic we end the show on. But uh, we get the mm-hmm. Avengers logo with the cool Avengers theme song, and one last little comical moment between Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Where he introduces himself. I'm Peter, by the way. Uh, Doctor Strange. He says, oh, we're using our, our made-up no, names. Our I'm, made-up I'm, yeah. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Just a little comedy from the kid. And then you get some yeah. very cool action scenes of him flying through all this debris and stuff on Titan. Um, Boy, do I hate that iron spider suit. <laughs> Boy, I think that thing's ugly. It's a temporary oh, suit. It has Tony Stark written all over it. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. It's got temporary written all over it too, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I know, I know it does. It it, it definitely is temporary, especially based on the end of um, spect- uh, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. But still, yeah. it's like, oof, boy. <laughs> yeah, there's no way he does Homecoming two in that suit. There's just no way. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wartime, and his and his regular pajamas aren't gonna cut it. He needs something better. <laughs> I like that. I, uh, uh, I, let me, let me preface what I'm about to say with, I like Spider-Man. I think he's a great character. I'm so happy he's in the Marvel universe. This is fantastic. I am a little disappointed that we've had characters that have been in the Marvel universe for so long, but the trailers seem to put more emphasis on Spider-Man than one of the newest characters over someone like Rhodey or, uh, or, or, um, what's his name? Uh, War Machine or, or Bucky or something. Like, it would have been nice to see some of those other characters. There's there's just been so much emphasis on Spider-Man in these trailers. I can't, I, I feel like I'm going, where's everyone else, though? Why is why does he get so much of the spotlight? I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm not going to hate the movie because he's in it more than other characters. But there's that part of me that's like, ah, I wish they'd... 
If I had a sound bite of that cash register, that that'd be the noise I'd be making right now. It's ching. <laughs> that's why. That's what the thought process is there. Spidey, I, I Spidey the sells Russos, the tickets. I know the Russos did say like they're the characters that don't get a whole lot of screen time in this movie. They are. They'll yeah. be. They're going to get a lot of lot more screen time in mm-hmm. Avengers Four. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That'll be nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because we'll also get you know the Wasp finally at that point and uh, Captain Marvel, right? Uh, yeah, I think they did officially say that Captain Marvel yes, will they be did. Avengers 4. Yeah, I remember. Because, yeah, I do recall. Okay, so the list of characters. Uh, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Steve Rogers, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, War Machine, Spider-Man, T'Challa, uh, Vision, Scarlet Witch, uh, Bucky, or we they've confirmed he will be called the White Wolf. I do not like that name. I'm sorry. Well, it is a character from Black Panther. No. Uh, Ako- I, I, I'm gonna butcher their names: Okoye and Shiri, um, Loki, Heimdall, uh, Peter Dinklage is apparently in this movie. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Uh, Wong, Dinklage. Mantis. Wait, Why? Yeah, yeah, he's. I th- I think he's one of the Black Order. Yeah, he's probably like mocap or voice only. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, every every list I see of who could Peter Dinklage be playing, every list is like a dwarf or of course or <laughs> of a course. goblin or something. None of them, none of them have entertained the idea that maybe he's voicing or playing a character of normal height. <laughs> right, just like, because like, he's a little man doesn't mean he always has to play little men. The dude has a powerful voice. He's yeah. got a very powerful voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Wong, Mantis, Nebula, Drax, Gamora. Rocket Pepper, uh, The Collector, Thanos, Star-Lord, Hawkeye, Maria Hill, Ant-Man, M'Baku, Valkyrie, uh, Angela Bassett returns as uh, Ramonda, Ned, uh, Peter's classmate Sally, I don't know who that is, Um, Ayo, Ayo is one of the uh, Dora Milaje, and... Only two people have been uh, uh, Call Obsidian is Terry Notary and Ebony Maw is Tom Vaughn Lawler. And then, of course, Stan Lee. Okay, my question. This cast is huge. Yeah, that's probably not even all of it. I just went through the, the list I saw. Um, my question before we close out things actually will be the last question of the show here. Do... Both Tony Stark and Steve Rogers live to die in Avengers 4. Yes. Anyone else want to combat me? Uh, I don't know. Somebody... Somebody (laughs) better die in this movie. Like... It's it's getting mildly old having no serious major character danger. I don't know. Maybe Captain America dies at the hands of Thanos. Oh, you're thinking in this movie? Or yes. uh, okay, cuz I'm thinking I'm going even ahead. So okay, you thinking he dies in this one. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, I think maybe. one of them dies for sure. Yeah, I, any... I don't think there's any chance we go into Avengers four with both Cap and Tony Stark still alive. Yeah, I think one of them dies. The reason I bring it up is they've been building towards of those two fighting together. Of course, they've now they have to do the payoff of them coming back together, right? When we have to do that once, because mm-hmm. they ended Civil War with 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 Steve leaving the cell phone. If you need me, just call. 
So there's got to be this moment, maybe not necessarily physically together, but where they both say we need each other type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they kind of, you know, the reconciliation a moment, I guess. Um, and I think that's going to happen. And then one of them dies in the first one. And then they, the other one probably dies in the next one. Um, I think there's no way we get through both Avengers without them both dying. In my my theory. To get theory. Mm-hmm. Sound theory. Um, it's it's quite possible we will see the uh, life model decoy hologram version of Tony uh, in the future. But I don't I don't think maybe yeah. So, all right. Uh, I don't know. I think I I think I think it's very. I think it's as likely that they both die as it is that one of them survives it and just retires and is like, I'm done. I can't do this shit anymore. And I could see that being Tony. If Cap dies, I could see Tony going, you know what? I'm, d- I'm done forever. I'm leaving. It's too much. I'm done with all this. Yeah. I, I do have uh, a feeling he would get talked into being a mentor if he does just end up not being well, a, an there, Avenger. In, there has been some talk of the phase after uh, Avengers 4 starting to be more cosmic. Right. Uh, you know, space, since space we're going to have more Doctor Strange, we are going to have uh, Captain Marvel, we're going to have a Guardians 3, and that kind of does push out uh, Cap and Iron Man. So mm-hmm. um, I, for some reason I just feel like it's, probably captain america just because he's he's captain america and his death i mean not that iron man's death wouldn't be a big affecting thing inside of the mcu but i actually think cap's death would be even more of a gigantic thing with inside the mcu than iron man's death would well absolutely the first avenger Mm -hmm. i was actually talking to a, a buddy of mine about it and i had and i had said uh and I'd said, man, if Cap dies in this movie, I'm definitely going to cry. I'm choking up just imagining him dying in this movie. And then he said, well, what about if Tony dies? And I said, oh, I'll be sad. You know, I might cry. And then I realized, like, if if Tony dies, I'll, prob- I'll, I'll probably tear up. I'm def- I'll, I'll tear up. But if Cap dies, I'm going to fucking ball. I don't want him to die, even though I know he has to die. He, he doesn't have to. He doesn't no, have he to does. Die. He has to die. No. At this point, Bucky, no, he does. Bucky could die. <laughs> no. No, 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 impact. no, no impact. No. No, and I, I, I feel like they've kind of set. Uh, I want to say I feel like they've been setting Sam Wilson up to be the next Captain America, but. Uh, That's how I feel, that. Someone would probably switch it on me and make it Bucky, which I wouldn't like. I would prefer it be Sam. I like I like Bucky Caps I do a too. lot better than than Sam. Not not saying that's a bad thing. I just I've I have more of a connection with Bucky Cap than I do with uh, Falcon Cap. Uh, yeah, mm. I feel like Falcon's too much of his own character to kind of go on to do that. I think this there's a void now for Bucky to become this character. Uh, Possibly, yeah. But yeah, I can see it going and, either and, way. I can see it going either to, way. And to see. Uh, and to see Bucky become that centralized person as Captain America would go on further, furthering him, his redemption story. Yeah. I think. To be accepted mm-hmm. as a hero, yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, I'm with Matt. I would prefer that Sam get it because I think at this point Sam's earned it, whereas Bucky hasn't. Bucky's still on his redemption story, and I don't think you get to be Cap 
until you've redeemed yourself. I also don't whereas think Sam, whereas Sam has been a good guy from the beginning and he's one of Steve's best friends. I think we were navigating towards that a little bit in civil war when Sam started calling all the shots. Um, but I, but in a hypothetical, let's say Bucky, let's say cap dies and Bucky picks up, picks up the shield and hands it to Sam and says, here, you deserve it. And Sam says, no, I don't want it. You take it. Then I think I'd feel better about Bucky getting it because Bucky didn't want it. He was going to give it to someone else, and then mm-hmm. that person said, "No, keep it." Then, then I could kind of be on. I, I could see that. But I, yeah, I would... could see Sam Moore turning it down. I, I just, I just feel like he doesn't want it. I, not as a disrespect, but I think he's more his own his own dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it's good to th- good theories to think about too. Where they go next? All right, let's do a whole episode about. <laughs> MCU theories moving forward, huh? Uh, right before Infinity War comes out. Before? I think, let's do it after. <laughs> <laughs> Boring? We already know that. <laughs> exactly. Alright, uh, that's going to do it for our show this week. We'll be back mm. next week. Uh, I want to thank the boys here for joining me to talk about this very good looking trailer and all the things we've been watching. Um, if you want to reach out to us on social media, we are Atomic Geekdom on all the things so you can find us for all that good stuff. Uh, there is a very, very good, probably my favorite video uh, that we've done from a con so far from uh, Patrick is up there from their visit to, shoot, where were they last? Uh, Long Beach? Long Beach Comic Expo, I believe, is the last one they were at. Yep, yep. Um, so there's a very good video uh, there showing all the stuff they did, and it, I, it's my favorite one we've done so far, so... Uh, check that out on our YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss a video. We'll be having a C2E2 one coming soon. That's going to be at Woo. the beginning of April. So be on the lookout for that. Um, if you want to reach these guys, Kyle. Uh, you can follow me at KyleCrowsey89. And you can also listen to me on the uh, Legends TV Talk podcast. All right, Johnny. That's it. <laughs> uh, at Johnny Wellens on Twitter. And Matt. Go ahead and look for the uh, Two Broke Geeks on Twitter. Just look for 2BG Pod. Yeah. All right. I kept muting my microphone thinking you guys would take longer, but you didn't. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to do it this week. Thank you so much. Let us know your Marvel theories going forward, and uh, we'll uh, definitely share those on the next podcast. But for now, that's going to do it. Thanks so much. Like, subscribe. Uh, leave us a review and review the aforementioned podcast we just talked about, uh, Legends TV Talk and Two Broke Geeks. Leave a review on iTunes. Sometimes you get rewarded for it. Right, Matt? Sometimes, yeah. yeah That's there true. Go. There you go. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a good week. Be good to each other. Say goodbye. 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 Goodbye.